You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Welcome back, sisters, to OK Sis. How you doing? How you doing, Scoutala? Scoutala is good. How are you, Mads? I'm doing dandy. Ooh, you know what Adam said yesterday? He said that when people call him metrosexual, he says, oh. no, sir, I am dandy. He prefers the word dandy to metrosexual. <laughs> there are so many questions. <laughs> How often is this happening? I mean, people call Adam Metro a lot. Adam is very stylish. He's very stylish. I mean, he makes his own hair cream at home. He literally... That's because he's a chemist. That's not because he's like... He also makes his own cologne. Again, because he's a chemist. He also just bought an amazing leather vintage jacket and got it repurposed. Yes, he sent me um, the Wikipedia page about this (laughs) said (laughs) jacket. so my husband. (laughs) He would do that. Because I was in a rush and um, love you, Adam, but sometimes (laughs) you go on rants and I don't have time. Um, And so I was like, oh, like we have to go to record the podcast. And so he's like, okay, uh, don't worry. And he sent (laughs) the Wikipedia page. That is so that I would I would do my own further research. Thank you, Adam. Babe, I love you so much. You're so cute. And by the Very way, smart. Um, this just a few days ago, we celebrated our two year wedding anniversary. That is, um, happy happy two year anniversary to the best I've ever looked. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I literally this this time your this wedding? time of year comes around. Uh, every January, the end of January, and I just I revel in how good I looked at your wedding. You, I you better be careful it. at your wedding. I'm gonna look so fucking bomb. I'm like not. I'm gonna probably. Do, I'm gonna look so good. No, I, I I I've told Ben. I've told everyone. I will never look this good again. I don't know what 
I did. You didn't eat for two I months. I didn't eat, yeah. Which is not good. We I don't, know. We do, we're not proponents but, of that. But I looked so good. And you had extensions in. I know. It was a whole look. You know? Yeah, no, um, I know. So, so yeah. who's on your lap right now? Okay, sisters. Um, If you're part of the Secret Facebook group, you already know. But I picked up my new puppy yesterday. It is a little... It's literally Lola... As a baby. Yeah. So her name is Luna and she is a black and tan and white Pomeranian, just like Lola, because I have a complex where I'm afraid Lola's going to die. So I've literally replaced her, not replaced her because Lola is alive and I love her to death, but I essentially, she likes eating my hair, which is what she's doing right now. Um, I got a little puppy. She weighs two and a half pounds and she's the sweetest, calmest, cutest. She is so calm. She's so calm. Thank God. Because when we got Lola, she was an animal yeah 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 um but yeah little uh she looks like a rat puffball yeah but a cute one because i hate rats yeah thank you for calling my baby a rat yeah asshole of an ant kind of looks like a gerbil she looks like a little 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 thing a a little thing yeah Yeah. that's right um beautiful she's welcome she cried all night last night she woke me up at 2 30 and at 4 30 great um but that's okay because that's what a newborn will do yeah that's okay because adam watched her and then she was crying because she was alone and she wanted to snuggle because she likes snuggling already okay um if you want to see premium content of luna go join our secret facebook group okay sisters yeah that's right we got a secret facebook group oh and then funny story i was bringing luna home and i was I was wearing my set active sports bra because, by the way, the Onyx came back into stock and I swooped up yeah, on that shit. It's not ASAP. there anymore. I need, I need everything else to come back into Which, stock. Which, Lindsay, Lindsay, I'm talking to you. You told me you would PSA. DM me when that came out and you didn't. And I had to hear from one of our sisters that the black was was available. Who told you? I'll tell you, one of our sisters. And I literally purchased it. It's like so a anyways, club. It's like a club. So anyways, I was wearing my new black set active sports bra. And I have that like little armpit, armpit fat thing, you know? And yeah, Luna um, literally bit it. She bit my armpit fat. So I'm a little concerned about the armpit fat. Okay. What do you mean? Is it in you your don't have armpit? Ar- you don't have armpit fat? It's okay. So it's in between your boob and your armpit. Okay, so that's not armpit fat. What that's, is it called? I armpit? don't know. Uh, chest fat. It's like right here. Yeah. Sorry, podcast listeners, you cannot see this. <laughs> so when you wear certain clothing, the armpit sure. fat comes out. I'm not. Uh, to me, armpit fat means like it's in the armpit. It's in the crux. No, no, it's no, in no, the no. cave. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's external. on the side. It's on the side. Okay, so uh, armpit adjacent fat. Yeah, and I've always suffered from it. No matter what weight I'm at, it is there. I think it's spilling over from the boobs a little bit. Well, my boobs are out of control, so. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Great. Fabulous. Okay, sisters, real quick. We want to talk to you about ritual. Ritual. You know that, like, cute, trendy little box of supplements that is on everyone's Instagram, that's on everyone's shelves, that's adorable? Yeah. That ritual. Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. And really funny point, I was actually, the week Ritual got in touch with us, was ready to sign up for Ritual because I've been dying to try their stuff. Oh, I've been dying to try it. Um, Ritual is the most beautiful little uh, nutrient. I pop it in my mouth, two of them, once a day, every morning, 
And and it's minty. It doesn't have minty. that disgust. You know when you take a vitamin and you get that gross burp thing afterwards? Oh, Yes, well. not cute. This is a minty fresh. Yes. It's like you just brush your teeth, you put it in, and you are ready. So we all know that we're being on mental health here, and we try everything to support ourselves. So we do essential oils. We do meditation. We do journaling. Vitamins physical health, all that good stuff needs to be at the top of priority. So I have a little pink pill case where I I take my medley of pills that I am on and I put ritual in there. So after I drink my smoothie every morning, I take all my meds plus my ritual and it's kind of like this daily, pun intended, ritual. Ritual. You know, we're all about morning rituals, morning routines. Um, My little pill box is, not pill box, it's a little jar. It's adorable. It sits on my shelf and I'm, it's very aesthetically pleasing. We're all about the aesthetics over here at OKSIS and um, it's delightful. It's a delightful morning uh, jumpstart. Yeah. So from D3 to Omega-3, Rituals Essential for Women helps fill gaps in a women's diet. It is Vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. So we can get behind it pretty easily. Absolutely. And um, also, so vitamins are very, very expensive. If you want to take a plethora of, like, all the vitamins you need, it can cost you so much money. And just so much space and a lot of it is wasteful. Yeah, the bottles are ugly. Um, Ritual's only a buck a day, which is crazy. So, you know, we love a good deal because we're Jewish sisters. We love a good deal. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, yes, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering the sisterhood 10% off. During your first three months. Whoa. Yeah. First three months. Not the first month. Whoa. First three months. So I know you ladies have been wanting to try Ritual. We've been wanting to try forever. So jump on this bandwagon. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. So how do you get that 10% off? Yeah. Tell me. Uh, you visit ritual.com slash to start your ritual today. That's 10% off, sisters, during your first three months at ritual.com slash And if you're lazy, the link is in our show notes. You know where I'm going tonight? What? Ritual.com slash OKSS. No. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so funny. Yes. We're all going to Ritual.com slash OKSS. Um, so, yeah, we were hooking it up for the sisterhood. Get your vitamins on. Be cute. <laughs> Get your vitamins on. Be cute. Ritual. Ritual. <laughs> so, other things that are happening this week. Oh, my Our God. live event. This Holy is the last shit. time you guys will hear us talk about it, except on the next podcast, because the next podcast will, will be, be the, the live, live event. event. Um, if we hit record. I know. Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. Like, I'm like, dying. I'm having anxiety. Yeah. What if we don't hit, hit record? record? Yeah. Actually, it wouldn't be the worst. It would just be be, like, it would just be a show. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Um, So we are hosting a live event at Dream Hollywood Hotel. There are still tickets. I mean, RCP. Sponsored by Housewine. Sponsored by Housewine. We're almost sold out, so get on that. Yeah. um, I mean, we've we've maxed out the cap. We maxed out the cap, but we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going because... You might have to stand (laughs) during the the thing, but it's Um, fine. No, I'm so excited. It's just going to be a night of sisterhood and sisterly vibes. And And Rosé from Housewine. And Rosé and all the things. And um, I'm wearing a bomb-ass dress. I still have not got my outfit, so that is on my to-do list. Um, And we have like a banner with OK Sis on it. It's just like a whole ordeal. Goodie bags? You're all getting goodie bags? Holy shit. Assembling those the night before is going to be intense. It doesn't matter because the shit in those goodie bags is priceless. I cannot believe the amount. So you guys will just see the goodie bags are stocked with a lot of our past guests have been so generous to donate product for you guys to enjoy. And um, I'm talking like, like premium product. I'm not talking. No, it's premium. 
And then shout out to Whitney from Ekus Marketing, who also helped get us our goodie bags together. She does a little service where she puts goodie bags together for events, and she's amazing. She's a gem. She pass, was also on our podcast. Yeah, pass. Okay, sense. Go listen. Go listen. Um, other housekeeping things. We have a newsletter. You probably got it this morning. If you want to receive it every Monday, in addition to our podcast, you can subscribe to it on okcispodcast.com. Yeah, or in the link in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. Yeesh. And that's about it. Rate, review, subscribe. Woo! I, I listened. Yeah, I was like, wait, we, we listened to our other one, and I said that. Yeah, it's so good. I forgot about it. Now I remember. I know. Rate, I, made, I made. I made it up. Woo-hoo! I'm gonna copyright it. Well, I can't copyright it. I don't know. If you can't. Oh, because it has to have the intellectual inflection. property. It has to have the inflection in your voice. I will send the patent lawyer a video of me saying it. Can you patent a video? Can I you mean, patent a song? Yeah, a song. A song. It's a fucking sound. 2020. A sound. Yeah, it's 2020. You should patent anything. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. We'll, we'll patent that. I feel like Dr. Seuss already got it. <laughs> Which, by the way, Dr. Seuss is so insane. Like, when you read a Dr. Seuss book, you're like, well, he was, was this guy on acid? Yeah. A hundred percent. And then it makes me sad that he was on acid because some, no, no one's imagination is that vivid. Are these the thoughts that keep you up at night? Yes, stuff like this does keep me up at night. Things keep me up at night. Oh my god! It's okay. an array of things that are meaningless, but ponder the scope of life. And wow, and profound. Yeah, why? Why was Dr. Seuss only given to us because of acid? I mean, yeah. maybe it was mushrooms. You know, I can't say. Equally as, uh, inf- you know, bad. Yeah, I will never try mushrooms because Lord knows I would have a bad trip. Well, you're also on other medication that we probably shouldn't tinker with. Yeah, that's a good point. And push its limits. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Um, Anyways, okay, great transition, I guess. I'm just commenting on my, you know, I'm never going to feel what it feels like to be on mushrooms. Yes. All right. Okay, sis. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. Um, How do you say our podcast name? Okay, sis. But what does it mean to you? Our podcast? The name. Um, I've already said that I don't know what our name means. Yeah, this is something that um it's concerns sisterhood. me. Sisterhood, like sisters, we're sisters. But what what does it mean? Okay, sis. I don't know. I just think it's a fun phrase. This is the most concerning thing that you don't know. What I it don't means. know. I asked you what we should name it. You said okay, sis. I said okay because you didn't like any of my ideas, as per usual. What were, what were some of your? You were ideas? like, I don't want a the in it, and all mine have a had a the, and you were like, That's what not were they? I, I don't remember, but you fucking shot down every single one. So this is how we're supposed to say the podcast name. Okay, sis. Oh, okay, sis. <laughs> Jesus, no. I'm or, just gonna say okay, sis. Okay, sis. No, we're just gonna go with okay, sis. Okay, sis. Okay, sis. Rod female guest. <laughs> Sisters on your own. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We are delusional. Okay. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Yeah. We're uh, we're going to skedaddle. So we'll listen to, we'll leave you here with the beautiful pod that we're about to uh, stream with in your ear lobes. Taylor Ann. Taylor Ann with no O. With no O. She is ethereal, grounded, inspirational. Pure. Pure. Wholesome. wholesome. Oh, look at us. Nurturing. Nurturing. Intentional. Purposeful. Oh, she's just, she's just. Creative. You could talk to her. Like, I want to go to coffee. Like, I know that we had a podcast, but I still want to go to coffee with her. Yeah, she is just this soul. Yeah. I don't know how else yeah. to describe it. So I've, She's I've an been old fo- soul for right, sure. I've been, I've been following her for a long time, and um, she's a type of Instagram that is so different from, I think, what we 
a tribute to quote-unquote influencers. She handles brand sponsorships and uh, photography and aesthetics in a very different and soothing way. And it's whenever I come across a post of hers, I just get oh so happy and peaceful and my day like slows down she is incredible so everybody go follow her yes i mean of course go follow her um and listen to the episode let us know what you think yeah Yeah. oh yeah how do we like uh gather feedback because i'm a data analyst and um, i need some feedback okay um do do it do it in the privacy of our dms please do not do it on your great but i we get a lot of feedback on our dms and reviews and it's pretty positive right i'm just saying like can we do oh guys our hater that we talked about months Gnosis. ago. Nasus. She deleted her comment, which I don't know if you can delete a comment or maybe it's just it not expired? showing up. No, because older maybe ones are showing it. up. No, I looked. It's I, gone. You might be able to delete it. Maybe she's a sister now and maybe she's Maybe someone reported it. Oh after God. we. I don't think you can do that on the podcast app. But if you're listening, Nasus, like, thank you. We love you. Oh, thank you for deleting it? No, thank you for... If she deleted it, that means she's part of the sisterhood now and she loves us. Oh, I see. Yes. Nasis, welcome. We love you too. I love how we're calling her Nasis. Well, I don't know her name. <laughs> I know. Could be a dude. Reveal yourself. Could be Slide a dude. into our DMs. Um, we'll go out to coffee oh with God, you. Luna is so cute. Okay, sisters, enjoy this episode. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. 
Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Taylor is a lifestyle, fashion, and wellness blogger. Based in a coastal city in North Orange County, California, Taylor is surrounded by constant creativity. Her background in academic studies and art have given her a true artistic perspective, and the way she approaches life is an observation and intention with an appreciation for fashion, wellness, and the art of self-care and beauty. Taylor has created a documented life submerged in it all. Starting as a personal project to collect visual inspiration and research, Taylor Ann has transformed into an international platform and source for a focused and balanced lifestyle. Taylor's travels have influenced her sense of style and approach to what wellness means, photographing the places she visits while collaborating with companies in campaigns and editorial and digital imagery. Taylor Ann has become a creative outlet to share her everyday life. Inspired by the celebration of artistic expression and healthy living, Taylor fused all that she loves into a visual outlet and an outpour of inspiration and vision via the creative mind. Without further ado, Taylor. Thank Welcome! You. Thank you. Oh my god, Thank I love you, you just from that me. bio. Like, if I didn't even see your Instagram, like, I just love you. Okay, so <gasps> I, so yeah, so a little backstory. I am a huge fangirl of yours. I've been following you for a long time, and I think something that is so unique about your Instagram presence is it feels wholesome oh, and I love that. nurturing. And when I come across a post of yours, I... I stop for a second and I pause and I reflect and it makes me want to go about my social media intake in a more intentional way. And I don't think I can say that for a lot of people that I follow. So kudos to you. Thank you. That makes me feel so good. Yeah. And then backstory on me. I have not been following you and Mads introduced me to you. Yeah. This I year. And, which <laughs> is so is funny because you are such Scout's aesthetic. You, you are, are such her. This bio is my jam yeah. right here. We have so much to talk about. I know. Yeah. We'll get into it all. Yes, um, so let's do current fixations. Okay. So my current fixation is Masterclass. My mother-in-law got it for me for my birthday. And so far I've watched Anna. W- the reason I wanted it was because Anna Wintour was on it and I'm a big Anna Wintour fan. And so I watched Anna Wintour's um, Masterclass, which was amazing and beautiful and all the things and then I am almost done with Sarah Blakely from Spanx Masterclass which is kind of fueling the entrepreneurial side of me and there's so many amazing people on there for some reason because now Instagram gives me ads so I get to see all the new people and there's this new guy on there that's not really my jam but it's so interesting he's the one I want to watch next 
he is, and for those that don't know, Masterclass is an online platform where people of significant success and value in our society basically give a lecture, like a 10-part lecture. So, but do you have the subscription that it's everyone or you have I specific? have everyone. Okay, so I have great. the whole yeah. year subscription. That's cool. It, it's worth it. Like one class is $90, a year is 180 Like you oh, might as well oh, get yeah. the year. Right. And um, so there's this guy and he's the top hostage negotiator he was the top hostage negotiator for the fbi and so he teaches about the art of negotiating Mm -hmm. and he says it's not manipulation it's really just getting your opponent to propose an idea that you wanted them to propose in the first place and i thought that was so interesting so he's the next and that's so not anywhere i don't negotiate i don't hackle i don't like bargain but he it's just they they have the most interesting people on there no but you can negotiate i think not just in a business sense i feel like there might be ways in which you want like personally maybe some friends or families to get on your side maybe more of a like argument like a dis- um, debates maybe yeah. in a way I yeah. think it could be applicable I, I, yeah and I feel like you can learn things from everyone even if they're you know not what you're doing yeah, yeah I thought it was really I cool so that. I really recommend yeah. Masterclass it's cool I've actually have never heard of that so what? I'm going I know I don't know how oh, but I, wow. I'm gonna look into it it's amazing they have I writers podcasts, on there so. they have but it's visual it's a video oh, that's inc- so yeah, you watch it that. on your on your computer and it, they break each lecture I don't know into five to ten parts I think and they're each like seven to fifteen minutes so you can break up and yeah it's like they they have a span of di- a wide variety of topics so they'll have like Shonda Rhimes talking about how to create tv shows or they'll have um I, I think, think they have Natalie Portman on there yeah how to do acting Martin Scorsese how to direct mm-hmm. like that's it's so really cool. you know stellar people and teaching yeah. yeah oh that's amazing I highly recommend Ooh. very fun okay my current fixation I just came across everyone knows and I'm a podcast aficionado so I listen to a multitude of podcasts and I just came across a new one called hurry slowly and mm. it's by I don't want to butcher her name Jocelyn K Glee I think uh, is how you say her last name but her most recent podcast her most recent episode is called holding space for yourself and she draws this metaphor um, about how life is like a gestation process similar to when you're giving birth right you're not really thinking about the things that are happening within your body but your body is like brewing up a baby like you don't wake up and think oh I'm gonna make fingers today like it just <laughs> happens and she kind of relates that back to life like a lot of things you might be doing you might not consciously f- see that end goal or know what it's going to form to but you have to trust in that process that it's leading you somewhere so we talk a lot about how I struggle with really being present in the journey and really loving the journey and not idealizing some sort of Future glorified you know place that you get to which actually doesn't exist if we really are honest so I just thought I resonated more with that metaphor than the like enjoy the journey and not the destination like the gestation process there's something brewing and just you don't know what it is and who cares what it is just keep doing something that feels good for you and that you feel like you're progressing and it will flourish into something beautiful it's just you don't know what that is yet absolutely I feel like you know sometimes we forget like of about our goals and you know we're so focused on where we're, where we're going to end up and exactly we don't really focus on our day-to-day and we're so stressed or 
So exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love the day today. Also, you look really beautiful today, Mads. You do. I'm just sitting here. Glowing. Your skin is oh. really glowing. What's your secret? <laughs> oh my God, like 25 million things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me one of them. Okay, so I mean, I swear, 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 swear by the Super Goop moist, Everyday Moisturizer. I think when people say they want like glowy skin, when I put that on, I am effervescent it is like a light beam is coming from my face like that is I don't know how else to describe it and people always are saying like put more highlighter on put this and but that is what it is damn it I was in Sephora today and I didn't get it I tell you to get this I know every single day no I know it's because I ran on my vitamin c so I had to buy and I just felt bad getting two products you know in one purchase so I was like next month I'll get the super what no but that (laughs) should be like your number one yes oh wait wait, do you yeah you're a super group girl yeah yeah yeah. definitely I I don't I don't really know which one's my favorite product, but I've always gone to that one just mm-hmm. because it protects against so many different things. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I, I think that's probably on my top five. Yes, absolutely. I tell everyone, I preach it, I preach I it. All I have the to time. do it. All right, what is your Okay, well mine is like not as yours are so elaborate. <laughs> but lately <laughs> don't I was like worry. I have two. Um, number one, the Trader Joe's um olive oil popcorn. Oh, have you guys oh. had that? I actually just had it last night. So Incredible. good. Okay, so I had a friend who told me about it, and they're like, you have to get this. It's so good. And so I went, I was at Trader Joe's the other day, and I literally, I almost ate the whole thing in one sitting. Oh, uh, I always eat the whole yeah, thing. It's, it's very good. <laughs> but other than that, my other one, I just got back from New York. I was with Kiehl's, and I got the most amazing microcurrent facial. Have Okay, yes. have you okay. had one? So I have not had microcurrent I need this is my next beauty trend that I need to hop on. I hear this is Shawnee Darden like swears that this is the way to uh, youthful, long lasting skin. Wait, can you forever. explain what it Absolutely is for those is. that don't know? Because I have no idea. So long. I mean, I'll try to explain it as best as I can. But it's an electric current that they use on your face to kind of work out your muscles. So it's kind of like a workout for your face. And it pulls everything. It looks like you have a facelift without getting anything done. And it's just the most holistic, beautiful way to look bright. Like after I did it, I was like, oh, look, at there's my jawline. Like I forgot I had a jawline. Oh my God, stop. We need that. So I think it kind of seems like lymphatic drainage in a way, it but absolutely on steroids. Is. Yeah, it totally oh, is. Oh, sign me the yeah. fuck up. So Scout just discovered lymphatic drainage and oh, it's like hers. Because I suffer from puffy face. Like literally <laughs> sometimes my face looks like I'm 250 pounds and sometimes it looks like I'm my size. And um, it just depends on the day. No, I literally, after I got that done, I was like, this is so amazing. I look like a different person walking in wow. than I did. Dude, we got to do crazy. it. So how often do they recommend to do it? Uh, it depends. They mm-hmm. say once a month is great. And you can actually use like the new face to supplement in between. Oh, right, right, right. I don't on know. Have own. you have you used that before? No, I've heard of that too. That's a great at home thing. But yeah. there's something about the machines when you go and get it done. Oh, yeah. It's so much better. Yeah. Like, you have to be a professional to have that. Totally. Totally. I got a lymphatic drainage massage the other day, and she was, like, barely touching my skin. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. No, no, no. Like, not massaging my skin. I was like, can you go, like, a little deeper? Like, it was, like, a little little fingerprint on my cheek. I was like. And like, get in there. (laughs) I was like, I need this shit drained. Like, down I've heard two different things i heard it's supposed to be really like surface on the skin and then the, another one i heard it hurts okay so the one that hurts know. works for me the one that okay. doesn't hurt i walk out looking the same 
Okay. Yeah. I think it's just different. For different people. And I think you just have a lot of drainage that needs to happen. <laughs> Thanks. For I hear that's life changing though for people who have like thyroid problems. Yes. And Absolutely. So Ugh. I've gotten one before and later that week I was like, oh, I feel a lot better. Yeah. I love that. But, yeah. but you have to do the microcurrent facial. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's not even a facial. It's more of a. It's just, it's like part of the facial. It's like a one aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as I got home, I was like, I want to do this every month. That would be incredible. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into you, Miss Taylor Ann. My first question. Why is your name spelled the way it is? Where did the O go? Where did the O go? I get this all the time. And even when I'm spelling my name for people, they like struggle between the L and the R. I'm like, you can do it. There's nothing there. It's crazy. Um, So actually, uh, people have asked me if I've changed my name or if I was born with it that way. And my mom and dad, most of my mom, she thought it was more feminine, spelled with no O or no vowel. And so she just kept it Taylor. And I think she wanted it to be a little bit different, in which it has, which has been great. I also always have to, you know, spell my name for people, but I like it. Yeah. How was high school? Uh, my high school is super small. Okay, and so people so, caught on and it was yeah. fine. It yeah, looks visually beautiful, I which really matches you. with thanks, you. Mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, we mom. love moms. Oh my god. Okay, so we kind of. I want to touch on uh, content creation. So yes. you you create content on the internet. That is your primary source. You have your Instagram. You have a blog. Why were you compelled to this space? What about it, about aesthetically? Because you are a master at aesthetics. And what kind of drew this? Maybe was it your parents that raised you with this creativity? There's like a very large sense of creative inspiration underlying all of your posts. Thank you. Well, it's super funny because... Growing up, I was an athlete. I was like a hardcore athlete. I went to Whoa. school for call, like I went to uh, college for volleyball, and I never really experienced art until it was my senior year of high school. And I was like, I'm gonna take an art class. Like I have some opening mm-hmm. time, and so I joined the class. And I was like, Oh wow, this is incredible! Like this is a whole side that I never really have experienced before. And my nana was an artist growing up, and so I was always surrounded in it but I never fully took the time to experience and see what I could create from it and after that class I told myself I was like I'm gonna major in art like this is something that's life-changing for me and so from then on you know I went four years in college and really practiced art and really practiced photography and then going into just life and being like, you know, what am I going to do with this? I I got that question all the time. And this was right around the time when Instagram was really flourishing and I had no intention to, you know, become an influencer. That wasn't something that, you know, people say influencer now. I don't know the proper term to use, but it was never something that I thought could be a career. And um, just being able to work with brands slowly transitioned into something like what it is today. So it's been incredible. And can you talk a little bit about the progression of your post? Like what did your Instagram look like when you started it? Oh because goodness. If yeah. you did, if you didn't start it with the sole purpose of becoming an influencer or creating a platform for yourself, what did those early stages look like? And then what was sort of the pivot moment where you really came into your own and started seeing a spurt in, in followers? Yeah, I, um, 
started, I was really involved in the surf culture and I was taking a lot of photos, not necessarily of me, but of the things that I saw in the surf culture that were like really beautiful to me. And whether that was, you know, surfing or the artists in the culture, um, that's where I really started and, and it created, um, intention in my days and a way for me to find the beautiful and slow down. And so that was kind of where I started. And then from there, I, um, was talking to Roxy and that was kind of my gateway into the fashion world. And, um, over time I just slowly gauged a more, you know, broader audience with, within the fashion community. So you're talking about intention with with these posts and with the things that you're seeing and something that I admire about about you and when I look at your posts is it looks so effortless and I'm sure it's not sometimes yeah I'm sure it's not I'm sure it's very orchestrated in in times but or maybe it's not you can kind of you can let me know but there are moments where you're you take a photo and I'm just like oh my god I want to be in that moment that looks like such the most perfect moment but when I find myself like on the beach at a sunset, I'm like, okay, take a million photos of me. I'm taken out of that moment or I'm not sure. fully present. So how are those moments really special, first of all? And if if not, like how do you maintain that, you know, presence and calmness that, that is exuded from your from your Instagram? Absolutely. I think a lot of when I get a lot of inspiration, it's when I travel. And so a lot of my photos are in the moment and they're very like, you know, I take the photo, you know, along with like 10 others, but I take the photo and I really feel the peace within that photo. And when it comes to the fashion aspect of my photos, whether I'm traveling and I, I get a shot in this specific area, I do feel like it is somewhat effortless. Like I put a lot of thought into it and I have this internal vision of like what I want something to look excuse me, look like, but, um, overall I feel like I'm very calm in my life in the way I present myself, the way that I, you know, shoot my images. So I'm glad that it comes across because I feel like it's very true to my personality. And so I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just listening to you talk a little bit. I think when in our generation, you know, taking photos has become a sort of Thing that you do everywhere you go you got to get a photo and it becomes about the photo and then it becomes about the Instagram and it doesn't become about the place but for you you come from an artistic photography background so photographers take photos to capture moments and really feel those moments as art and emotionally within so your approach probably to taking photos is a much more creative artistic one than gotta do it for the gram you know and th- yeah, that takes absolutely. you out of it so it's it's with a lens that kind of lets you slow down and appreciate the moment yeah, absolutely like missing the art part in a lot of influencers at least that I see recently I think maybe they want to jump to some sort of level of success or they want to work with certain brands so they just kind of there's no intention and with you it just that is like cannot be farther from the truth it just feels like everything is very intentional so I want to talk about the brands that you do work with um how do you go about those partnerships and is it more this organic relationship that happens or do you get approached a lot and you have to say no because it doesn't really fit your brand yeah I think um I've been really lucky to work with a lot of companies that are very aligning to my aesthetic and my vision and um equally I feel like those brands really 
are incredible and I want to share about them and, you know, talk about what they're doing. And so some of them are organic. Some of them I reach out to, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's been a beautiful process to be able to work with these brands and, um, just kind of share what they're really, really trying to, you know, whether it's like a new product or if they're trying to talk about sustainability, like I just did a project with Cezanne and they're talking about their new denim line, which was completely 100% organic and so many incredible steps that they're taking to just lower their impact. But, um, each brand I work with has been something that I really think about and be like, do I want to share this with my platform? And, you know, do I want to talk about what this company is doing? So your nature, as we've seen right now through this podcast, is you are extremely calm. You seem so like pure and grounded and grounded. I kind of want to know some of your practices, some of the things that you do daily. I was literally just going to ask. I want to know your rituals and your routines. Well, we are oh. sisters. Yes, <laughs> we are. Um, Talk to us about your rituals. Yeah, we need to know the rituals. Let's see. Okay, so mornings. Uh, my mornings are so sacred to me, which is funny oh, because I typically am – I like a slower morning, even though if I'm like up early, I like to spend my morning really slow and which is the total opposite um, than my fiance, because he like when he wakes up, he's like ready to go. And I'm like, I I just need a couple of minutes just to like get grounded. But I always like lately, my routine has been like lighting an incense and like saying my intention for the day. And I never thought that it would be so life-changing but it really just makes me focus on that intention for the whole day and um, so that's my favorite thing to do right now I don't know if you guys do that or I any do morning pages and gratitude every morning and yeah, then I do incredible. a daily meditation on the daily stoic yeah. which helps we, me we're huge morning people yeah. so I wake up I'll read for about an hour while I drink coffee and then I'll meditate and then work that. out and then I'll go to work so it's just yeah. like I agree I I, I, need I my cannot morning. just wake up and then start to do, like even wake up and just go to a workout. I would need that like hour to ease into the day. I it wonder just, what it is. No, I yeah. used to not be that way until literally this week because in the morning I loved my mornings, but I was the type of person that would wake up and I, I always start just start working. To, I had to be alone though. For the first hour I yeah. had to be alone, but I would literally open up my computer five minutes after waking up and get to work because my brain is actually pretty energized in the morning. And so I'm, I, I thought, oh, let me channel all that cre- that energy into my work first thing in the morning and Definitely. get going like that. But I've just now decided to not look at my phone for 30 minutes to an hour every morning. And I've instead of jumping into work, I jump into journaling and use that same creative energy to kind of like, you know, navigate my subconscious and, and my, you know, say what I'm grateful for the day. And then I do a daily stoic meditation and then I wash my face and then I look at my phone and get ready. I love that because a couple of years ago, I you know, was, I woke up and I was ready to go and I would always just be working right when I got up. And I realized that that was so draining for me. And after, you know, a year of doing that, I was like, I'm so burnt out. I need to change something. So talk to us. I always like to ask this of people who like Instagram is their job essentially. So do you find that you need to like digital detox or remove yourself a little bit or do you have set times where you're like I am not going to look at Instagram or my phone for an hour of this day or whatever the whatever the case is you put limitations around yourself I don't know if this is just a personal thing but I've never had an issue to 
where I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to like really shut this off. Mm. I've never felt like I need, I don't know. I've always felt imbalanced. Mm. And so I've never really needed to just be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to leave my phone and not look at it. There's just like something within me. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to be done for that today. Mm. But I, I've never really felt, you know, ruled by my phone or, um, yeah. Oh, I think it's hard in this day and age when, you know, my work is my phone and, you know, I, anything, if I'm not answering emails, I'm losing opportunities or there's always, you could always be doing more. Right. And so, yeah, that's kind of something I struggle with where we, you know, the okay sis Instagram is now, I like, we treat it like a business a little bit and I've never had an Instagram where it was a business. And so if I'm not on it, I'm like, fuck should I be you know doing engagement right now even if I'm watching tv like no I should be separating that because it is something that is you know business and it if you do it too much and on this 24-hour loop cycle that I think we've all been conditioned to do it can drain us and we might not find the beauty in it anymore also the best advice my dad ever gave me was I was really stressed out at work one day and he said there will always be more work. It doesn't matter if you stay in that office for another four hours and don't go to bed till 2 a.m. You're going to wake up the next day and there will be more work. There's never a time where it ends. So you need to say, done today. That's yeah. it. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. I think it's so easy to you know get caught up in. But I, I don't know. I think social media can be so beautiful and it's so connecting. Like I would never be connected to you I guys know. if it wasn't for it. So I'm so thankful for it in that sense. And I think it's all about what you are looking at every day and like what you're surrounding yourself with. Because if it's only positivity and it's only things that are making you inspired, like that is such an amazing platform that you could be using. Yeah. We Which should we, be noticed. You yeah. should curate who you follow. Yeah, Absolutely. We, we ascribe to the unfollow movement. If something doesn't sit well with you or you feel like you're comparing yourself to this person or For sure. whatever the, it is, you can unfollow them. Absolutely. Like it is okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have control so over what you consume. You have control over what you put in your brain, what you look at, what feeds yourself, what feeds your soul. And you have two options, you know, does it positively yeah. affect my life or does it negatively affect my life? Yeah. And then you make a choice. Yeah. I think that's why it's so important that we really curate it. Okay. I have a question. Yes. What is your relationship to the word curated and curation? Oh goodness. Um, I, I feel like I live a very curated life. I mean, it's hard to say like what that means to me, but I think it's surrounding myself with everything I love. And so whether that's like a curated home or, you know, a curated lifestyle, I, I just think it's surrounding yourself with things that really make you happy mm-hmm. or that, you know, speak to you in a certain way. Or um, if it's, you know, little trinkets from travel or, you know, in that sense. And when you go off the course, let's say, and you're not feeling balanced and you're not feeling calm or grounded or connected to yourself. What's the narrative you tell yourself in your head to get you back on track? Uh, I think it's about just how I spend my time. So, you know, whether I just go to the beach and just spend my time, you know, just being in the moment and being observant. Cause I realize I think the moment I feel off balance is when I'm thinking too much about the future. If I'm, you know, thinking too much about what I should be doing or, in that sense. And so I think it's really just like taking a moment, taking a deep breath, whether, you know, that's going to the sauna and not having like any distractions or going out surfing where, you know, I can't bring my phone or stuff like that. 
Love that. So you mentioned that you love art, that you yes. studied it. Yes. So tell us some of your favorite artists. Maybe modern, maybe not modern. I want an old school one, though. I want to hear yeah, one of your old ones. a little artiste. I love Matisse. Oh, and that's a good one. Yeah, I just love his colors. And, oh, I um, don't love color, but I love Matisse. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because my whole home is like, monochromatic beige yeah <laughs> because it makes me so calm but yeah. like i love the color in his work i love Cezanne. he's like my favorite and i don't know why because i just love the way he looked at life in a For sense sure. that he would like instead of painting something head on he would turn the object very slightly and then continue painting and it created this whole three-dimensional aspect that they didn't have access to because they only had paint isn't it beautiful and like, then it totally birthed cubism which I is crazy it. i love just artists and how they see the world and even you know my nana is an artist and like being able to see her work just how she pictures something or how she changes something just by looking at it is so fun yeah the perspective yeah it's, it's wild who's your favorite author oh goodness um i mean i love hemingway i read oh my god i hate hemingway do you he's i've never liked oh. him it's no, like this weird funny. thing. No, it's this weird thing. Who's I'm just your never, favorite author? Um, I have a few. Uh, More, uh, Haruki, Haruki Murakami, Murakami, Lydia Davis, Nabokov, and um, John Milton from Paradise Lost, which is like 17 or 1600s. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like I have so many books right now, but like a lot of them are art books and a lot of them I'll pick up and I haven't read, but I'm really into like the self discovery but oh yeah. those are good too yeah. oh yeah have you um tried the moonless book or how no. do you have that one okay so my friend made it i still have to look at it but look into that one yes it's, it's really beautiful what is it about or is it, uh, it it's it's just like a very intentional it's almost like a workbook okay okay yeah so it's really Ooh, cool i love those yeah i'm really into uh, speaking of artists so i'm really into sculpturists lately oh cool like just mm. organic shapes my friend um I have a couple of friends that like are beautiful, you know, they make beautiful sculptures, but I want to like start including that in my home more yeah. too. I'm reading um The Fountain Hand by The Fountain Head by Ayn Rand and I totally get it. Ayn Rand comes with a very big political stigma. She's been completely used for propaganda on the Republican side of things, which I can see w- where but if you really read it there's incredible insights and gems into art and the individual and creative spirit and you know wearing your life as a badge of honor versus you know necessarily falling into a collective but the book that I'm reading right now is all about architecture and the different styles of architecture and the different types of architecture and whether what makes an architect an artist and what makes an architect just a middleman um and it's really interesting I mean it's like 700 pages so it's a commitment but it's really good that's so amazing Uh, my dad is in construction and like just seeing our I had a whole new appreciation when I was older like of the work that they do and Absolutely. just the architecture behind that. Have you ever read Alain de Bonton? I have not. Which oh. I, ha- I, I haven't yet. Can you believe it either? I can't believe you. I know. It. I know. So he is this philosopher, English philosopher, more modern, and he created this, um, place in England called the school of life. And he writes books on all these various, um, topics about life and about love, but he also has these fiction books. Um, one is called, modern love and it is he is like a warm hug on your soul because he's not only including all these like psychological elements and and philosophies but then he has this very more edgy and of the now presence and 
I would highly recommend it. It reminds me because he has a book called uh, The Architecture of Happiness. Oh, I've actually so read, oh, had I, it. I've read part of that. Ye- I've heard of that. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I read, I read like three fourths of that. Yeah, so that's what that's what reminded me of him because I totally forgot that I love. It. I need to. I forgot I need to that, get that, that to my list. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, okay, Which, so by so the way, sisters, oh. we have an Amazon shop with all of our book recommendations. We do. <gasps> nice. Shameless plug. There we go. <laughs> We're big bibliophiles, so we always like to recommend books. Um, okay, travel. So you mentioned that you love travel. Give us some destinations that have inspired you lately oh my gosh well um my fiance can and i we just went to the south of france this past summer and the mediterranean was so beautiful i have like nothing i have no bad words about it it's just controversial take didn't feel anything really oh my gosh it was so magical first of all okay Scout, you're being very contrarian now, but let me I'm just, just let me just preface this. I love, it. I love Let me just preface this. She went for work. So it yeah, wasn't but half the days we spent we were I was with mom. Yeah, like, exactly. We went all these you nice places. You need to places. go with the lover. You need to uh, go. That's true. That was we just got engaged. So I think yeah. that was like oh, probably, there, you go. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of magic in the yeah. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scout, don't ride off the south of France because you went for we work. We were on the water. I mean, we were relaxing we were reading mm-hmm. on the water the whole time yeah and so we would like go swim and then come back and go eat and then that's ideal so that was the croissants are bomb yes oh for sure <laughs> i had so, so much bread when i was so there. fucking good. oh yeah and then you don't gain any weight no, it's which, ridiculous i mean there's something happening there's something here. there's something in the water i don't know what it is but when you eat bread in italy too oh yeah italy. yeah no bloated, no nothing. It's what insane. Amazing. Did you go to Italy? I was in. There. I was, was there. April. A couple. Sister. Oh my god. I was there. In we need to do June? a sister moon. I was in June in Italy. Oh, you were. Yes, you yeah, were. In, I went to were Florence in. and Tuscany. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I went to Florence as well. Wait, so you went with your sister? That's I did, so and my grandparents. Oh, which oh that's are, so cute. Which was so, it was the Nana I was talking yeah. about. But um, yeah, it was the four of us that went, oh and it was amazing. We went to Venice before it was all underwater. I know, shit. Um, and then we went to Florence, and we spent the day in Tuscany, and then we went to Verena, mm-hmm. which was on Lake Como, which I yes. feel like no one, I mean, I guess now people are starting to go, yeah. but it was probably my favorite part of the trip. Oh, that's my God. I've never been to Lake Como, which I would love to. My go. heart is like melting. Yeah, I'm that like sounds I'm amazing. Craving Europe right now. Um, I okay. mean, Italy's just phenomenal. I know. I really want to do Southern Italy mm-hmm. and coastal Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know what a day in the life is for you. Like, I understand it's probably varies from day to day, but I think. You know, a lot of our listeners might want to be entering into the influencer space or, you know, creating content on the Internet. And what does a day look like for you? Typically, I mean, I try to wake up around seven and I have a dog. And so he's like my first priority when I wake up. Um, But and then I, you know, set my intention for the day and I do my skincare routine. And then as soon as I'm ready to work around nine, I like will do emails for at least two hours and then from there, if I have a project to shoot, my fiance and I will will go shoot the project and then back to the computer, a lot of editing and, you know, connecting with other brands, uh, whether that's like more emails. And then um, after that, it really just depends. My typical day, I think I spend a lot more time on my computer than, you know, the people will think as an influencer, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff that's behind the scenes, you know, getting the actual shot might only take 15 minutes but that's all the after you know all the stuff after that that really takes the time absolutely 
but yeah but then after that you know we'll just make dinner and have a relatively relaxed night but the majority of the day is like really focused on shooting and answering emails and you know updating blog posts and in that sense and you know having meetings sometimes here and there yeah I'm so happy that you maintain your blog uh Scout says this a lot people you know who are so reliant on Instagram might you know it's not that smart of a decision for sure you have to have some other outlet that you can fall on and that's yeah. so that's and did you did you start off with a blog and yeah initially I, I started off with the blog and it back in the day you know like when tumblr was really oh, big like that yes. was my first tumblr source of inspiration yes. i would scroll tumblr for hours. hours hours and now we scroll stupid twitter like tumblr was way more creative yeah, and soul filling well i feel like and you know like back then when i was like i really want a blog but you know I, I taught myself code to like code tumblr so I could like make it look like a blog and Love it. so that was like my first blog and then after that um I I got on Instagram and and my sister was actually the one who showed me Instagram and you know we were all using it when it first came out to like edit our photos yeah and, it wasn't like, like posting yeah, to friends no yeah. and uh, you know when you uploaded it to your feed if anyone like saw that those photos that you were posting it was like what is she doing or what is that but um you know then after it became more of a really creative outlet but um yeah then I made my blog and ever since I've like you know updated it and as I've grown, like my blog has grown. And so it's been really fun to kind of do that and see where it's taken me. Amazing. Oh my God. I feel like we could t- like, I know I'm back nurture. Oh my God. I've never asked, I've please. never asked anybody to come back, but will <laughs> oh you come gosh, back? Cause yes. I think we have so much to talk about. I know, we love you guys you. are the best. Oh, thank you. Okay. Tell everyone where they can find you, find the blog, find the Instagram, everything. Yeah. So it's just my name. So it's uh T a Y L R and so it's Taylor Ann and my blog is uh Taylor Ann.com. Love it. Yeah, thank you guys thank so much. You. Thank you for coming. Bye. You're amazing. Um, and you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 